Welcome back to another episode of Let Me Tell You. Today we have a special guest, Josh Hawkinson, former WSU Cougar basketball player and now professional basketball player in Japan for the Brave Warriors. Thanks for coming on, Josh. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, let's get right into it. So I understand you're in quarantine currently in Japan. What's it like and in quarantine and also what's it like in Japan with COVID and all that? I got a 14-day quarantine, so... Upon arrival into the airport, I had to take like a test, COVID test, make sure I was negative. And then I wasn't allowed to use public transportation, so my team had to come pick me up. It was about a four-hour drive back to Nagano, which is where I'm playing at this year. And so, like I said, yeah, 14 days, self-quarantine. And at the end of the 14 days, then I'm able to rejoin my teammates and stuff and get to practicing. How are you passing the time? I mean, I've just been trying to do like, you know, home workouts, our trainer here sent me some stuff that he wants me to do. Just try and st- stay in shape as much as possible. I found this kind of these stairs or whatever uh, that I've been I've been running when you know no one's out there. And then in in my house, I just doing like body weight stuff and like band stuff and stretching things like that, just to try and stay in shape for for the season upcoming. That's good. Doing what you can, making the best of the situation. I like it. That's right. So you're playing overseas. And you're, you're a local kid from Seattle. How do you find your way overseas from the U.S.? Both my parents played overseas. They both played in college. So they kind of instilled that in me early, basketball. And so I grew up with a ball in my hands. So they kind of mentored me along the way. And like I said, I just played, played in college. My aspiration was to be a college D1 basketball player at the highest level possible and playing at Wazoo in the Pac-12 that was a really good chance to showcase my abilities. From there I had a bunch of different teams that were interested in me and I just felt like Japan was the, the best option, best scenario for me to go to. It's kind of a big man league so they need you know a lot of bigger guys because mostly they have a lot of guards and, and shorter players, very quick skilled guys but they lack the you know size and talent at the power forward and center position so they bring in mostly guys above six seven um wings uh big wings power forwards and centers that are americans pretty much so how tall are you i'm six ten. Six ten. that is tall that is very tall yeah <laughs> do you guys know if you're gonna have fans at your games like what are sports gonna look like because we've seen in other countries there are fans brought back and it seems japan is what i've seen doing better so are you guys yeah. gonna have fans at the games at all yeah, so as of right now, the preseason games, they have like 50% capacity and they just checkered patterns of seats six feet apart. They're still able to, it's just like every other seat in like a checkered pattern all throughout the stands. And so they're still able to have fans, which is, which is good, but obviously, you know, you have to be mindful and careful of the whole COVID situation. And there's been a lot of obviously league rules, policies regarding, you know, safety precautions that they put in place. So I think the league's been doing a really good job of trying to look out for the best interests of the fans, the players, and the staff and everyone, while still keeping that good environment of having people at the games and stuff. That's good. That's good. What was that? What are the fans like in Japan? Because we know in baseball, they're crazy. Like, baseball fans in Japan are legendary. What are basketball fans like? Very similar. Extremely loyal. Get a really good turnout on even the ones that come to, like, away games. We have probably, like... Or with my last team, I'm on a new team now, but with my last team, there was about 10 to 15 fans. We have like 70 games and they would come to literally every single game, no matter where we were. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. And they're extremely gracious. They they give, so how it works is before COVID, we would, after the game, we like give like 
around the circle of the arena and like give a high fives to everyone. And then we go in, change, get our like uh, post game talk with our coaches and stuff. And the fans would still be like waiting out in the, like, the courtyard area in the lobby and of the arena and they all stay there for an hour and a half after the game until like we leave and they give us gifts and presents after every single game sign autographs take pictures it's pretty cool wait they give you gifts the fans give you gifts yeah like every game what do they give you man they most of the time they just give me like food or things like that and but i've gotten custom uh, title is Pro V1 Golf Balls with my name on it and stuff. <laughs> wow. Pretty cool stuff, yeah. That's so cool. Oh, man, I wish I was good at basketball now. That sounds yeah. nice. They figured out I like golfing, so, you know, they, they got me, like, some golf balls and stuff, so that's, that was pretty cool. That's awesome. That's so cool. What was the transition like from the States to here? Did you have translation difficulties? Was there a culture shock? Yeah, kind of, like, absolutely hated it. I just... You know, missed home. I was homesick. Missed yeah. my friends, family, everything. No one spoke English on my team, my coach, none of the players, except for like the Americans, obviously. But I feel like every American or person who goes overseas and has to deal with that, you know, situation for the first couple of months, they're just not going to like it just because they're just in a huge culture shock, basically. But I found after those three, four months were uh, over and I made an attempt to kind of dive into the culture, the language, and get to know how Japanese people are, how they live, things like that, and just trying to find a blend of how I can live my life, how I normally live my life, and how they live their life, and then find that, you know, mix, that common ground that I can be comfortable living in Japan, and I found that, and ever since that, I've loved Japan, and just trying to immerse myself in the culture, and just continue to try and learn things every day. I'm trying to learn the language a little bit more so I can communicate with my teammates, just stuff like that, basically. If you were just dropped in Japan with no translator, could you survive or are you not up to that level? I think I could survive. I'm not conversational. I can like get my point across, if that makes sense. It would probably be pretty crude, but they would understand what I'm saying, if that makes sense. Yeah, so you just speak like caveman Japanese, just bare yeah. minimum. Like Kevin from The Office, why you, have you seen The Office? Yeah. Why use many words when few words do what do trick? Yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah, yeah, like that kind of. Okay, can, that's solid. I can try to try to work my way through different scenarios and stuff, but yeah, I'm I'm trying to learn more and more each day. I got a little app on my phone that I'll be doing Japanese lessons on with, so trying to get better. I mean, Japanese is a lot harder than English, so that's impressive. Yeah, new character system, all that. It's impressive. Yeah, extremely difficult. The league in Japanese has a bunch of different divisions, and I try to do some research on it, but the the Wikipedia page for that isn't quite that detailed. It doesn't explain it well. Could you give a quick breakdown on the different divisions and how they work? Yeah, so there's three divisions. There's B3, B2, and then B1. B1 is the top division, and that's the division, division that I'm at this year. The last three years I was in B2, we were one of the top teams, like top five teams in B2 for the last three years. And then the team I'm on was in B2 last year, but they, they won the championship or whatever, so they moved up. So it's kind of like the like English Premier League, you know, like soccer. Oh, so there's relegation? Yeah, there's relegation and promotion for like the bottom two teams and top two teams. This year, I think they're trying to get more teams into the top division and not drop as many teams. So I don't think anyone's going to be relegated this year, but there's going to be two or three more teams after the season that are be going up to B1. I think they're trying to eliminate B3 at all, can consolidate the league into just two two divisions. So, but uh, like the difference between like the B2 and B1 is just mostly 
the better Japanese players because there's a lot of like on the B1 teams there's guys who are on like the national team and they make just a huge difference between the second division to the first division but for my team that was on the past couple years we played B1 teams all the time and we either hold our own or like beat them so it's not that big of a difference between the second like top teams top probably five or six teams in the second division and then the lower half to middle half of the uh of the upper division B1 teams Okay, is there, an, is there any adjustment you have to make with your game at all once you switch leagues? I think just keying in on, on more players because in B1, everyone, they're in the league for a reason. So, you know, they're going to be, I guess, more specialized. They're going to be a lot better at certain attributes. It's the same thing between, like, you know, you're playing, like, a high-level D1 versus a, a mid-major. You know, guys are going to have probably around the same skill level, but it's just the athleticism and size is maybe just a little bit more, if that makes sense. That does make perfect sense. I was, I actually, this was kind of interesting. I saw a video about this. You were doing an interview on WSU Athletics, I want to say. Your mother, your mother runs the Basketball Travelers Tournament Company. Could you explain a little bit more about that? Yeah, so my dad is actually the, the, is the CEO, but my mom okay. work, works uh, with my dad. Yeah, works for my dad. So my dad runs, yeah, Basketball Travelers, and they take NCAA basketball teams on tours all over the world on summer tours. So every four years, a team, a college team gets a chance to go play or go visit a country where they want to go overseas. And my dad takes them on these tours. And then he also sets up tournaments and games for them. So he has a tournament in the Virgin Islands that we played in my senior year. And then he also took us to Italy, my the summer going into my senior year too. So 2017, I believe, we went to Italy as a team with him. So that was pretty fun. Yeah. So would that be WSU went to Italy? Yeah, we went to Italy at WSU. So what was that like? Oh, it was amazing. First of all, a lot of the guys, I've been fortunate because my dad's taken me so many places because he travels so much. So I've gone with him a lot of different places to, you know, these different countries, got to experience different cultures. But for a lot of guys on my team, they'd never been overseas before. So they got to experience new cultures, new foods, different languages. And then even like styles of playing basketball are kind of different playing overseas than playing in America. So playing against those guys was also really good. And just sightseeing, seeing some some cool stuff. So like the Leaning Tower of Pisa and went to, to Venice, to a bunch of different places. Yeah, it was really awesome. That's solid. That's cool. That'd be fun. I'd be down to do that. What pizza is better? Porcelain pizza or any pizza in Italy? Man, come on, man. I'm, you got to go with the Italian pizza. You but do. Porch, for America, Porchlight is pretty good. I'm a, I'm a fan of Porchlight. I think they got the title best, best, best pizza in Pullman for sure. Thank you. No one has agreed with me. You're the first person to say that. Everyone just lists other pizza. It's Porchlight. I'm a huge Porchlight fan. Every time I go to Porchlight, I get the, you know, they create your own pizza and then I get the chicken Caesar salad. That was that was my go-to. Yep, I do that too. It's a solid move. You're the all-time leader in double doubles for Wazoo. Is there a game or moment that stands out to you during your time at WSU? Game or moment? I mean, I really like. My senior night, that was like one of the coolest, probably the coolest ever game I ever played in. Just because my parents brought so many of my friends and family to Pullman. We played the Huskies and we ended up sweeping them that year. So that was cool. They had, I think Markel Fultz was on their, that team and they went, he went number one that year. And we beat them, beat them twice. My sister sang the national anthem at the game. My dad dancing like a little pregame circle. I got a video of that on my Instagram. It's pretty fun. <laughs> that's pretty, that's awesome, man. That's so uh, cool. It was like a family, really cool family affair. We had a big banquet at the, at the Marriott up by the baseball field after the game. 
Yeah, it would have been a little awkward if we had lost because I had so many friends and family there. Yeah, <laughs> good thing it like, is. Big t-shirts and stuff that like had my face, my name on it, senior night, and for me and Ike. It was super cool. I, I really enjoyed that game and we played good and we got the got the victory and got to go out on a high note. That's awesome. Just like we did. Not it wasn't our senior night, but we swept the Huskies this year too, so it's kinda cool. Yeah. yeah it's always big. good. Are you wearing a Seattle Krakens t shirt? I am. Got it at Costco before I left. Dude, you gotta yeah. represent. I love I'm so excited for the hockey team here. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, man, I I'm excited too. I'm not, I wasn't really a big hockey fan growing up, but since we got a team, I'm gonna I'm I'm becoming one. Hey, you'll be the biggest Kraken fan in in all of Japan. That's right. <laughs> okay, so your mom played at UW. What was yeah. that convert basketball at UW? What was that conversation like when you told her, "Hey, I'm going to play at your rival"? I mean, growing up, I always was like a UW fan because. My mom played there and, and stuff like that. So I guess you have an excuse. I grew up going to all the basketball games, going to the football games. My mom played in the alumni tournaments. They'd have every year with all the former really good UW women's players. I did grow up being a UW fan, I won't lie. But then they never like offered me a scholarship or Ooh. anything, and I really wanted to play in the Pac-12. And so it just, I kind of went to, took a visit to Washington State and I fell in love with like the campus, just the culture there, the community, and just the, the environment of all the people. And also one of my really good friends, my, my point guard who went there, he seemed like a super cool dude. So I thought we'd have a really good time and it'd be the best environment for me to grow, you know, uh, as a basketball player and from the classroom perspective too. When I told her I committed there, she wasn't really, I mean, she was like, ah, like, let's just wait, you know, like, just wait a little longer type of thing. And then I was like, mom, nah, like, I really want to go. I'm going. Yeah. And she's like, okay. For the first year or two, she wouldn't wear any, like, Wazoo stuff. She'd, like, wear, if we, she went to the games, especially the ones at uh, Heck Ed in Seattle versus UW, she'd wear, like, crimson, but she, like, wouldn't wear, like, cougar stuff, if that makes sense. That's awesome. And, like, senior year, by that time, she was, like, fully fledged. She'd made the switch. (laughs) You sold it. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. All right, you ready for the speed round? Speed round, okay. These are difficult, so be prepared. They're hard? Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, very difficult. Ferdinand's ice cream or Cougar Gold? Oh, bro. I told you. My cousin works at, or my cousin's one of the the owners of Ferdinand's. So I got to go Ferdinand's, but Cougar Gold is really good. So what do you get there? I get the, uh, what are they called? The ice cream sandwiches. What are they called? Do they have names besides ice cream sandwiches? No, it's not called an ice cream sandwich. I know it's called something else. I, I can't remember. Yeah, but Cougar Gold, man, that that is a, just a really difficult question. I do love Cougar Gold cheese. To be honest, I'm not a big fan of Cougar Gold Cheese. I'm just not. Wow. I don't know why. I know. I've never said it before, but. But I did like that. <laughs> yeah, I probably should. Yeah. Not the best. <laughs> best restaurant in Pullman. We know you like Porchlight. Favorite restaurant? Probably South Fork. South Fork? Everyone says that. I haven't been yet. I'm only a sophomore, but still. I'm a... I love South Fork. Oh, you think Your warm up song. What gets you fired up? Warm up song? I listen to a lot of Nipsey Hustle. I like uh, Keys of the City. I think that's my favorite. Or Dedication. Those are my two. two okay. Those are good songs. I'm a fan. What's another weird item you've gotten from a fan in Japan? Just like a lot of weird different foods. I just have no idea. Like raw chicken. I'm like, nah, I'm not eating all that. <laughs> they give you raw chicken? Yeah, nah. It was. That's weird. Imagine sushi, but chicken. God. That yeah, I was like, nah, you know. It's a pass. I, I want to. 
be feeling good tomorrow. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on that. <laughs> That's solid. All right, those are all my questions, man. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, no problem, man. Listen, I love Walker, but he looked like he was 18 or 19. He looked like a young guy. Ben, you should have done this guy right. What, I get him a stripper? What do you want me to do here? I I get him a prostitute? What were you.